Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. At the moment, Michael is standing up. I can only see from his neck down, and he is fully nude, uh, Mike is writing stuff down. What are you writing down, Mike? Um, you know what? I've, I've had this um, fluster of um, things I wanted to say to you this morning. And I often sit, sit down and think, Jesus, I should write this stuff down before we talk. Right. Of course, I never, I never do. And then, uh, then it all goes pear-shaped. And, um, <laughs> we never talk about any of it. No, never talk about anything. And then we get sidetracked and then we talk shite for an hour. And then uh, I got nothing off my chest. And I see this as therapy, unpaid. Yeah, cool. I'm here for it. Thanks, uh, thanks. Well, if you've got stuff written down, I'm happy to let you have the floor, the chair, the whatever you want. Uh, well, now, now I feel really nervous. It's all, it's all over to you, Mike. It's the Keith Walsh Podcast. It's essential like your breakfast. It will get you up and going, learn some things you didn't know. Yeah, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast. It's the Keith Walsh Podcast. Gives you energy like buck fast. And if your head's in a pickle or you're looking for a giggle, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast. Yeah. Good evening. It is the Keith Walsh Podcast. How are we doing? It's 12 minutes past 8. It is Monday night and uh, I'm here to upload a couple of brand new, fresh, fresh, fresh as fresh as can be podcasts. One recorded on Saturday and one recorded on Sunday. So they're like, fresh. Um, Having said that, I'm just like, do I have one now for, uh, oh I will, of course I will. Do I have one for Thursday? It's probably not something I'd need to just sit here and think about at the moment. I need to just crack on with the intro. How are we doing? Um, As I said, it's Monday night. It's the 15th of February here as we, as I record this as it goes out. And I am recording this in a small room in my house in Newbridge in County Kildare. I hope you're well. We're still in lockdown. I'm just saying this in case you're like listening to this in 10 years time or something. We're in lockdown. It is um it is 20 what year is it? Fucking hell. 2021. That's the year. And at this stage the government are saying pubs and restaurants will probably not be open till May, so uh we're going to be in probably level 5 lockdown for another while. They're talking about reopening the schools. Uh, it's midterm. It's what would be midterm here at the moment, which is great because we're homeschooling, and uh, the week off is just great because uh, it just means 
like my daughter's doing her leaving cert this year and she's quite good at working away getting her stuff done my son is 12 and like I would have been at 12 years of age just trying to do get away with the bare minimum but he's been very good uh, over the last week he's just been getting up a bit late but just getting his work done then and uh, I was actually worried about um, his the his hours of waking uh, we we had decided he was he's nocturnal um, but he goes to bed late he gets up late he's a young teenage boy and I was watching the Tommy Tiernan show and um, he said that that's natural that's their natural what's what's the word circadian rhythm what is that word I must look it up I've been saying it for the last few days and I still don't know how to pronounce it circadian circadian rhythm I wouldn't even know how to write to look it up hang on a second ah circadian rhythm right I'm too far off a circadian rhythm is a natural internal process that regulates a sleep wake cycle and repeats on each rotation of the earth (gasps) roughly every 24 hours it can refer to any biological process that displays an indig- oh, indigenous, indo- endogenous, entrainable oscillation of about 24 hours. What the shit is that word? What does that mean? And that's all to do with your sleep patterns. So it seems like young teenage lads, that's what they do. They stay awake at night and go to bed late and sleep in the morning till it's nearly night time again grand stopped worrying with that box ticked no more worrying um anyway welcome to the show if you're new i know we picked up a couple of new listeners so i uh, hope you're still with us and i hope you're enjoying the show i'll be back with a little bit of chat after this this is um this is a, a podcast we put up every Monday. it's me talking to my friend mike if you're new to the podcast me and mike used to work together in a hotel in london in the 90s and um uh, he uh, he has some great stories about working hotels around that time, meeting celebrities, um, and also uh, he lives over in Clare and I live in Kildare, so he likes to talk a lot about uh, his life, which is, you know, it's it's quite ordinary, and uh, you know he just it's it's he lives in in Clare and. His place of work, the Cliffs of Moor, closed at the moment because of... So he just tells me about his everyday life, which is, you know... It's just the way he tells it, you know what I mean? It's the way he tells it. Um, this week he told me about uh, his new, uh, his newish Hoover, I think. He bought a Hoover, very happy with it. But it smelled a bit, but he figured it out. Uh, we talked about um, Shania Twain. Yeah. Does that impress you? Uh, we talked about... Uh, Mike took over the show for a little while because I had to go and answer the door. Well, Mike was talking about graphic cards, trying to get graphic cards for his son who's built a computer. His son's built a computer. Oh, yeah. As you do. Um, we talked about Wild Rose again, the movie. We like to talk about that. And uh, lots more besides. Yes. Oh, surviving. Yeah, surviving lockdown. Surviving lockdown. And the the book we mentioned... I mentioned it later is The Gift, 12 Lessons to Save Your Life by Edith Eager. And uh, it's very good. Charlie's here with me. Charlie is trying to get me to 
do something. No, he's just sitting under the sitting under the chair. Thanks, thanks, Charlie. Anyway, this is it. It's episode sixty-seven. I'll be back with a little bit of chat after this. It is the Keith Walsh podcast with me talking to my friend Mike. Enjoy. Um, how's things? First of all, uh, things. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. I think we've we. I think we've all been having a shit time of lockdown level five, number three, this week. I think even those of us, and I put myself in the thus, the us of positivity camp, camp um, are finding it ever so slightly more difficult. And there's a bit of vaccine envy going on, and there's all sorts of stuff going on. But listen, you just got to fucking suck it up, get over it, really. I mean, you're you're a very positive guy by by your nature, Mike, aren't you? Relatively positive, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think I am kind of positive. Yeah, I always see the good things. I mean, there is great things about lockdown. Uh, getting to spend more time with your family, uh, not sort of having to wake up for any particular time, <laughs> not setting an alarm. Yeah. Oh fuck! It's unbelievable. We talked about alarm issues the other day, actually. On the podcast that we we shall never speak of again, <laughs> the podcast that didn't make it, no, uh, for technical reasons and emotional technical reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we blame level three for that or level five. That level was a level five, five uh, meltdown lockdown uh, podcast. podcast. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I, and I do see the positives in it, and uh, but things start crumbling around you, don't they? And then the the sort of the the opening of stuff is kind of being put off. You know, when the old Tish says he's not going to America for Paddy's Day, you think, oh, fucking hell. He's not going there because nobody's going to be doing anything for Paddy's Day. Uh, we can see that coming. And then they say April for the over 70s. And then they say May for letting people get out. And it's like, ah, here now, that's six months for fucking Christmas Day. You knob jockeys. We all saw it coming, but we haven't, you know, nobody thought it was going to last this long, the, the, the third lockdown. And also, it, like Christmas wasn't that great. Like, like we didn't, oh. it wasn't, it wasn't worth it. I don't think Christmas ever is that great. No, like that's what I mean. Like it's just like whatever, like just keep going. It'd be grand. Yeah. We'd, we'd be done by now. But um, you, you kind of have to try not to get angry and annoyed at things and shouting at you know standing at the corner of Kilburn High Street shouting at cars you know where I thought that I would be at this stage of my life but I've somehow managed to put it off for a few years at least I think the love of a good woman has helped you yeah keep you stable I often say that I think if it wasn't for my wife I would probably be in a ditch I would have probably ended up in a ditch somewhere Oh, I would, I would without doubt be at 12.09 on a Saturday morning be, being eating pizza out of a bin, I'm sure, somewhere. We could be together eating pizza. What kind of, where, where do you picture yourself? Because for some reason, I often thought I'd end up in Kilburn living in a flat or homeless and shouting at cars. No, I'm in uh, Bedsit. I don't know the town or the city. It's cold. Uh, the carpet's from the 70s. There's damp on the wall. It's kind of brown and orange. Mm. Not in a good way. Not in a retro sort of. Wow, that looks cool. Nineteen seventies. Like not in a pulp video. <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like it's fucking dreek and miserable. And there's probably somebody dead under the floorboard of the place I'm living in. And that's the smell I get every once in a while when I have a shower. When I can afford to put fifty p in the meter to get a warm shower going. And kind of heat <laughs> this place up, and you know something rotten underneath. That sort of odor, that biliousness comes out. 
Yeah. I once wrote the short story about a man who ended up, uh, he left, you know, he was, I don't know what age he was, late 40s, early 50s, left his wife and was living on his own and had discovered, had clearly like lost his mind, but had discovered that if his, his urine would help the plants grow in the garden. Oh dear. So what he would do is pee into jars and then he'd pour the jars into the plants, you know, into the garden. And then at some point he just, he would just, he'd dispense with the jars and he'd just go out and pee straight onto the plants. But his neighbour was taking offence to this. She had contacted his wife to come and, you know, maybe have a word with him because, you know, he's just out in the garden pissing on the plants. <laughs> when I, I don't know where that short story came from, but I was like, oh, that's where I... That's my, you know, the way there's like, there's two universes. There's me in this universe and then there's me pissing in, on plants Yeah, in the but there, there, there's often a fantasy associated with it. Do you know what's really pissing me off now, apart from level fucking five, is my son has taken the uh, microphone to his bedroom. That's that's part of my chat, actually. Um, and he's moved it so that the stuff that's supposed to take my voice, yeah. kind of baffling, is out like bat wings. And it's not really doing anything. And I didn't realize that before I sat down. And now I'm going to be fiddling and looking at screws. Yeah, but I'm just going to ignore it. I'm just going to fucking get over it. Can no. you? T- do you want to take a minute to turn it around? You sound good. No, no, no. no it's fine. It's just, just annoying. It's just another thing sent from fucking hell to annoy me. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of fantasy about living on your own, though, when you become 40 or 50. And you just think, fucking, that'd be an awful lot easier just to sit down and become a bus driver. And scratch my a tube driver. I always wanted to become a tube driver. But Mike, then you're gonna have to have like you're back into alarm clocks, early starts, late shifts, you know, dealing with the fucking guy who does the roster, uh fucking, you know, leaves on the line, people complaining. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think the fantasy is just not is someone giving you enough money just to not work and then just do shit like this. Mm. I, oh, I yeah, was, we're living. We are living the dream. We're living the dream. That's it. So if we could get enough money just doing this, that'd be that'd be it. That's the dream. I was yeah. watching. Uh, I was watching Tommy Tiernan talk to um, somebody on their podcast. Justine Stafford is her name. She's a, she's a young comedian, and he was saying that he got to a point in his life where he somebody he was listening to said, "You know, are you having? I want to look back on my life and know that I had." A lot of fun so for him he was like okay am i at that point he was going fuck am i having enough crack here and that was his decision to start doing the podcast and now he has two podcasts and it was just like it's about just how trying to have crack wherever you can and i think that's ultimately if you can focus if you can focus on the positivity of having fun and the crack i think the other shit will just come and fall into line do you know what I mean? I do, but unfortunately, I'm I'm long enough in the tooth, literally, um, to realise that people don't just turn up and give you money, and life is never that easy. That's that's the problem. It's it's kind of it's marrying the two of having all this fun and then being successful, and people want you to keep having fun because that entertains them. That would be the ideal sort of loop of self fulfilling prophecy of sort of like woo, we're on this merry go round, and some fuckers pay me a shitload of money for it. But yeah. But then somebody's going to say, listen, can you do something at six o'clock tomorrow morning? And you're back to alarms and you think, oh, fuck. And it becomes drudge. 
if you become successful and then you you you, you know you you know someone wants you to bring a book out about your success and then you have to oh. do interviews and you see it's just about trying to control it uh, it's tr- this is the this is our big problem now mike is controlling the success of this podcast okay mm-hmm. let me tell you we are at i'll tell you where we are in the charts okay Jimmy Savile. Oh do, no! Do, 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 Jimmy Savile would announce our chart position. Okay, yeah. so we are. I, so I have number play, three, Gary Glitter. <laughs> we're ahead of Gary Glitter. No, we're not. Uh, so I put us in the health and fitness category because I because I didn't know where to go. I, like I had us in the comedy category for a while, and I was like, we don't belong in the category, comedy category. So no. we're in health and fitness at the moment. <laughs> we're at number eleven. No way. Yeah, number eleven. There we are. Which um, chart is that? If you go into Apple, uh, this is me quoting Apple now. This is not the ACAST charts because they're slightly mm. different. Uh, but in the Apple charts, we're 11 this week in health and fitness. Now, in the overall podcast charts for Ireland, we're in the top 100, Mike. Jesus. Yeah. We are at, uh, if I can find it now, I think we're in the... Let me just try and count towards us okay so uh at number 92 office ladies dude you do the music you do the music. At number 92 office ladies at number 93 unwanted q code at number 94 no such thing as a fish and at number 95 and live here holding hands with jimmy savile it is the keith walsh podcast I mean, wow. look, we've been higher, but I think this is, you know, there's a consistency now, Mike. There's a consistency. And this, I, I'd imagine it's to, it's due to ACAST promoting our podcast on other podcasts and people tuning in. And, uh, and also... But I presume it's, all, it's also got to do with you talking to Donald O'Callaghan. Fuck <laughs> all to do with you talking. <laughs> Mike, this is this this is an integral part of the podcast. This is the most important. This is the bit that most people like. And then, and then the Dunico Callens come along every now and then, you know, and that's cool. They just want to rub off my 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 sort of fame. They Not just want to Jimmy Savile. They just want about. They just want to hear about Mike going to the dump and nearly getting swept away by a waterfall. You know, that's just that's the shit they want to hear. People trying to, you know, break into Mike's house and rob his catalytic converter and you know the, the adventures of mike down in claire that's what people want to hear that's another thing i've just put shit on my list <laughs> we're going to talk, talk bowel movements mike's bowel movements coming up yeah. <laughs> coming up mike's bowel movements at number one oh, <laughs> he's in the daddy pampers um my, my the the funniest thing i heard this morning was shania twain you know that song that don't, don't impress, impress me, me but... much. Yeah. <laughs> I think somebody from Monaghan should do that. Mm. No. How does that song start? Um, oh, do... you, you, <laughs> you may be... A... <laughs> you know. What are those guys that think you're saying is machine, baby? Think take you're off Brad Pitt? That don't, Brad Pitt. that don't impress me much here. <laughs> Can I tell you about Shania Twain? 
Yeah, go. Oh, have you met Shania Twain? No, I wish, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to bring her to Newbridge. Shania Twain's ancestors are from Newbridge and not even like way, way back. Like, I think like her great grandparents or something like that are from Newbridge. And for a while, when I was working on 2FM, I had this campaign going to get Shania Twain to do a gig in St. Conlet's GAA ground in Newbridge. But she uh, she never answered my requests. So I could pick up the, the, the campaign again here, use this podcast now that we're in the top 100. We need to get Shania Twain on and we need to get somebody from Monaghan singing the words of that song to her. Yeah. Well, if, if that don't any, impress me much, if there's anybody listening that knows Shania Twain or has a connection with her, uh, it'd be great to hear from you and we, we'll try and get her on. Do you remember one other thing I, I need to say before I let you take over the podcast? Um, do you remember we were talking about the, the girl who plays the lead role in the film that we like about the Scottish singer Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Buckley? Yeah, no, not Buckley, is she? Yeah, I think she's Jesse Buckley. Yeah, uh, are you talking? Is Jesse Buckley? Yeah, Jesse Buckley. Yeah, she's so she's from Ireland. She's from I'm going to say Cork, but she could be from Galway. Um, she's from Galway. She's from Galway. So somebody got in touch with me, and I need to go and find it to let me know that she used to do a lot of work with this guy in Galway who's involved in musical theatre, and he would know her. <gasps> well, would have known her and would have done a lot of work with her and sent me a link to his website. So I'm going to try and see if we can get him on just to have a chat with us as part of this chat on a Zoom call and see if he can yes. get if he can get us Jesse Buckley for a chat on the podcast. That'd be a great idea. We'll get an hour of just haranguing the poor man. Mm. Yeah, yeah, just like we're, no questions about him or his life. No, just, so, so not interested in you at all, but what about Jesse? And when can she be, when can you get her? Can you ring her now? Yeah, text her there, will you? <laughs> yeah, Jesse Buckley, very sexy red-headed lady um, with a great voice. Does country, does uh, star of uh, screen and stage. Show tunes are her, her, her big yeah, thing, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because she, like that what she won? She won that that competition with uh, Graham Norton, did. wasn't it? That that is correct. Yeah, she came second. Oh yes, that's right. Yep. Um, well, a lot of the best people on the planet come second. You heard it here first, guys. In the bedroom or just in life? In life, losers. Yeah. Nothing wrong with losing, man. You learn a lot more from losing than you do from winning. I don't like the term losers. Well, if you don't win, you're if you come don't second, like the term winners. What do you like? Nothing really. Don't Practice. like sort of that sort of participants. Yeah. So yeah. So um, Shania Twain, a Hoover. Oh. So we. I know we've discussed we've Hoover's discussed before. Hoover's, um, yeah. It's a hot topic. And our listeners podcast. like a little bit of uh, suction Hoover. story. Yeah. Um, I got a Henry last year. It's now 14 months old. Got it for Christmas. Nice. 2020, before color, lockdown. Colour black and red? Yeah, of course. Stand, yeah, yeah. Standard, yeah. Class, classic. I don't like standard. Classic. Yeah. Let's not, let's not go standard. That's winning and losing. Standard says to me, loss. <clears throat> oh, got something at the bottom of my throat. Anyway. So, uh, it smells a bit. There's no um, real... Um, filtration system on a Henry Hoover. 
it goes into the bag. There is a filter and it goes, pumps out the bag. But when it gets full of wet dog hair, mm. which, and cat hair and cat puke that you've inadvertently hoovered up and maybe the odd bit of dog poo and stuff like that, <laughs> when it heats up, <laughs> when it heats up, it stinks. I jest about picking up dog shit with my hoover. That's not something I do. You um, might just, but, but remnants, you know, you wouldn't. You know, you know. There could be a little bit of clinker that you've picked up inadvertently. Yeah. And when that sort of cylinder gets a bit hot, the hot air coming out the back really smells. So I was cleaning out the fire the other day and I lit a beautiful wood fire and a nice oak. And the oh, smell yeah. was lovely. I actually dragged everybody into the, into the room to smell the oak off the fire. Were the logs nice and dry, Mike? Yeah, they were crisp yeah. and it was crackling. It was oh, like last Christmas. I could imagine George just throwing a log on. You know what yeah. I mean? If he wasn't dead. Yeah. And yeah, anyway. Throw your log on. So um, I actually sucked up a load of the smoke. Speaking of George Michael. No. With the That's hoover. what he, he used to, he used to, he used to big smoker. Loved the, loved the marijuana. He smoked everything. Yeah. He like, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you actually see that when he, when he crashed his car, when he was stoned and he crashed yeah. into that wall and somebody put wham. <laughs> he crashed into the front of a shop or something, didn't he? And they put it like, you know, the old Batman movie, you know, the, with the <laughs> speech bubble, wham. I thought, fucking classic. Who would do that? Who has the stuff in their pocket ready to spray paint a wall of a shop? Anyway. <sighs> I love that shit. Now, I go to the, the fire before I hoover. Yeah. I'm taking a little bit of that smoke. And the whole house now smells of, like, that smoke that's been through a filter. And it's really nice. Oh, lovely. Top so you, you, you cured it. Yeah, this is like... Kind of cute. Is that Hang on a sec. Yeah, there's someone at the door. Mike, wait, wait, wait. Hold that thought. Wow, you've cut Hold your hair. Keith has now uh, left his house, and he's got a hoover actually outside his window, right at his door. I don't know what he's got there. I'm, I'm looking at somebody's house through their Zoom camera. He's got quite a nice sort of leather, leatherette chair. There's nearly sisters' bags literally everywhere they're hanging off of every piece of the room and over chairs and over boxes and i think there might be a nearly sister's bag over the hoover at the back that i'm seeing and maybe an ironing board it's crazy he's living in mayhem and there's another brown uh, chair that he's, that he's sitting in and uh, now he's left he's back in <laughs> he's dealt with the person uh, who was at the door and uh, he sat down in one of those sort of plastic leatherette chairs. Now somebody's walked in behind him. They've gone the other way. And now the dog is following that person. The dog is wagging, looking through the door. And the dog's fucked off as well into that bedroom, which is at the other far side of the house. Keith now can't settle. He's got up. Uh, he's taken his headphones off. Now he's put his headphones back on and he's sitting back down again. Hi, Mike. Hey, wow. How did you, you get a podcast takeover from Mike. Podcast takeover. This is going to shoot up the charts. Um, <laughs> that was, um, I'll tell you, that was a guy. He's my DPD driver. Um, don't know if he listens to the podcast, but uh, he he knows me from radio and stuff. His name is Gary. And he was collecting. He bought a couple of Valentine cards for him, himself, I think, and his wife. or his, They bought one for each other. So he was just collecting them. So. Great. That's the crack there. Yeah, okay. I might get in touch with him and get my cards uh, sent for next week. 
Yours are going in the post Monday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but when do you need the bite? The 18th, isn't it? Uh, Tuesday. Oh, Keith's face looks sort of uh, forlorn. No, you do He's opened his mouth really kind of loud. And now he's going, do me Tuesday. Yeah, I'm, I'm really joking. I'm sort of making you Tuesday so that you might get here on Thursday. That's okay. Thursday, yeah. I'll get them. Um, they're going in the post tomorrow. LTBNP, as I say. Let there be no panic. Totally panicking. Anyway, tell so so you so you, you hoovered up some smoke. Yes. And and, that, and then when you hoover afterwards, the, the thing heats up and it kind of puffs out this lovely oak smoke smell around the house. Wow. So it's like having a joystick sticking out of the back of your Henry Hoover. That is, yeah. that is a top that tip. That is a fucking top tip. That's a top tip. And if anybody wants to give me hoovering tips, I'm all over it. I, I'm addicted to hoovering. I love it. My family um, get pissed off with me hoovering because it's noisy and I have to go into their bedrooms and stuff like that. Jimmy is now attached to his computer like a million percent. Um, it's I, I'm going to talk about um, what are they called? Graphics cards. I don't know I what tweeted they are. about a month ago. Yeah, Jess Kelly. I didn't actually understand what you were talking about, but I retweeted as a sort of a a friend supporting another friend in need, but I didn't know what I was talking about or what you were talking about. Uh, Your tweet, your retweet achieved absolutely fuck all. And um... (laughs) I blame, I blame your, your, I blame your request, not my retweet. Well, I, I was in the shower listening to Jess Kelly on news talk and she said, if you've got any uh, sort of IT related issues, give us, you know, Tweet me at Jess. Sorry, tweeted her. Um, still waiting. Thanks, Jess. I'm sure, she's a lovely woman and everything. I'm sure she's got to review lots of phones every week and stuff. That's all she seems to do. Not Jess is lo- Jess is is lovely. I'm sure she is, but she's got a lax attitude. To, <laughs> she probably Twitter. just did, maybe she didn't have an answer for your graphics cards question. That's okay. You Sorry, can, Mike. I don't know, but I can I can put you in touch with someone. Maybe you need to email her a, a, a news talk email address. She specifically said at me. <laughs> okay. So I added her, and she didn't at back. I know she's <laughs> lovely and everything, and I do follow her. And I haven't stopped following her, but I do. I then stupidly I, I added her without googling why there is a worldwide shortage of graphics cards. Did you know there's a worldwide shortage of graphics cards? I don't know what graphics cards are. <clears throat> okay, so over the last lockdowns, kids and people of all ages who've always wanted to put their own computers together have en masse started buying computer things, central processing units, sound cards, graphics cards, memory, all this sort of stuff, and putting their own computers together for gaming or whatever they want to do. And you can sort of make it so that it's exactly what you want. And a lot of kids are doing it and they wanted graphics cards and they can clock these things. Um, They can go in and they get their own operating systems and they can make the graphics card perform higher. A lot of Intel stuff can be and, and, and whatever can be clocked so that it says it's X on the tin, but you can actually do stuff. But to then you have to have liquid cooling systems to cool these processors down. So we, we have this thing upstairs, which is like, if he switches the lights off in his room, it sits there and glows like, and What's he making? What's he making? It's it's got eight fans on it, 
it's a fuck off big computer. Um, in is, a he try, is, is he trying? To, is this like weird science where he creates a a, a, a mate, a female? No, it's it's a thing, and they, he's now gaming because the graphics card finally came, right? He had all these pieces put together, and of course, it's no good if you haven't got a graphics output because that's the bit that gives you the picture. So it's and it was the last thing. So I added Jess Kelly and said, you know, what's the score with things before not Googling, which is a stupid thing to do. I should have Googled mm. it first. You're aware of Bitcoins? Yeah. Okay. A lot of people hear the word Bitcoin and don't know what a Bitcoin is. It's a, it's this sort of internet-based money, but it's not money. It's just a currency that people deal in. A lot of people use it for um, dealing drugs on the internet. If you want to buy drugs um, on the internet, I heard that's unique and, Bitcoin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and for uh, being hiring hitmen, it's untraceable. It's like the cash of the internet, and you can do it internationally, and you do stuff. But we Bitcoin, don't we don't condone the, the hiring of hitmen. No, oh God, no, no, no. no. Uh, unless you need to. Unless you unless you need to exactly. Yeah. Actually, if you're thinking of hiring a hitman, get in touch with us first. We'd like to interview you before the whole thing kicks off. We could be the before and after. Imagine having like that podcast. You in the bag like for when it happened and then he when he gets locked up we're like we actually record we actually interviewed him before he did it boom yeah, not so number one <laughs> we could go from sort of tanned sort of healthy looking person to orange jumpsuit with dodgy facial hair and sort of tats on the neck kind of look we could do the whole thing if you if you're considering murdering somebody uh, via the internet let us know We'll be there every step of the way. We'll That'd be great. Be there. Anywho, so Bitcoin. Uh, Elon Musk, of course, started. He he now uh, bought eight percent worth of his company in Bitcoin. He's invested in it, so it's now seen as a a decent currency, and it's gaining a bit of success. So people had Bitcoin in the early days when it was worth shag all, right? And they had these little things and you could store them on your computer. And of course, people then thought Bitcoin's worth fuck all. It was worth like a tenner or something. I'm getting rid of my hard drive. Um, I've just been it. Um, but a lot of these Bitcoins were stored in the cloud or on people's old computers and whatever. And people don't know they have them. So there are banks of people running huge computers around the place with these graphics cards to mine Bitcoin. Now the price of Bitcoin is about 10,000 now, right? Per Bitcoin. So they mine and trawl the internet. They will be going through your computer seeing if there's any sort of bit of a Bitcoin left and mining it. So they've got banks of fucking computers. And what happens is they, they burn them out. They run them at whatever, 120% of what they should be, but all day and all night. And it's worth their while doing it because they're now mining, like mining for gold effectively, but on the internet. It's really difficult to get. I still haven't got my head around it properly. If anybody can get their head around it properly and wants to come on the show, please do, because it's fascinating. Yeah. I'm f yeah. Wow. Anyhow, worldwide shortage of graphics cards because of all these geezers. There's one crowd that make graphics cards, and then there's loads of other people that attach fans to them because they've got to have fans to cool them down and you know because it's a little chip and then it's got these fans and bolt-on units and out things and 
you know, HDMI and this, that, and the other, and whatever you go for. So these things that were about 130 have pretty much doubled in price if you can get one. And we've been we've been at it now for six months trying to get one, like stalking Amazon and all manner of things. A couple of, we've been down a couple of dodgy avenues as well, you know, sort of pay me now and I will send it to you now from Nairobi. No, fuck off. Um, yeah, so it's it's very very interesting, and you you start looking for a graphics card, and the ones that were like five hundred euros are now a grand, and they might be slightly used, and by slightly used, it means they've been overclocked. It's like buying a it's like buying a three series BMW of an eighteen year old, you know, it's been turned up to down, and shat in. <laughs> like a Henry Hoover. Yeah, I don't have shit in my Hoover. Okay, I might do. Have you clocked your Henry Hoover? No, it's not a bad idea though. Yeah. Extra suction. Um what's so is um Jimmy just just gaming? Yeah. But he's built his own computer to game on. Yep. So he doesn't game on an Xbox or like does he have a does is it does he have a base like does he have a, an Xbox and then soups up an Xbox or does he just build a computer from scratch? No, so you can get Xbox games. You can get, uh, he has an Xbox because um, um, he was anti PS4, or PS5, or whatever they are. For some reason, they're all anti this and pro that. It's like Man United, Man City. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Um, so then it became the whole building a PC, and a few of his buddies have built PCs, and you can game. There's this game called Rust which you can play PC only. And there's lots of games that are only available on PC. And there's actually a whole game store online for these. And a lot of them, of course, are free downloads. And it's kind of, you're getting into that murky sort of semi-legal, you know, kind of downloading it from fourth parties and sort of stuff like this. Although I've told him not to do that without switching the VPN on first. <laughs> and if you are doing it, I don't want to know about it. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's now um, gaming like a motherfucker, like literally. Yeah, and but of course, he put the computer together and the gaming and the the card came, and we thought, oh no, this is the beginning of it now because the hardware is like kind of expensive Lego. You put sort of fifteen or twenty pieces together and do your wire management. It's a whole big thing. I mean, it takes days to build these things. Then when you switch them on, it's like. Will it talk to anything and whatever? And within yeah. 15 minutes, in fairness, he had the software on. Um, Microsoft actually allow you to download a, a bit of software that brings your computer to life. Yeah, so it's fascinating. But of course, his headphone microphone thing doesn't work. For some reason, he hasn't got a microphone output. So if anybody knows... <laughs> Jess, <laughs> Jess, if you're listening... Jess Kelly, yeah, at NT, at Jess, at Jess Kelly NT. If you're listening, baby, I need to know how to reset this thing with the microphone because he's having to use my mic to game now, which is okay. I don't really mind. Okay, so he takes, he just takes your mic and plugs that in and that, that works. Well, that's cool that you have a mic that you can... This is what I said to him, but of course, he's, he's, you know, he's absolutely forlorn at the whole situation that he can't get this thing to work. He sees it as a failure, not success. But he he sounds like my son, who a little bit with computers, but more so with 
he Finn builds his own scooters. So oh, cool. He'll buy a deck. He'll buy the wheels. He'll buy the there's other little tiny parts that go in. I don't even know. He'll buy little bearings and stuff. Yeah, bearings and there's I I don't can't remember the words. <clears throat> and then he has to make it all fit together. So he needs to. It's almost like building. It's like a Frankenstein monster. You, you know, you're taking bits from all. He has lo- like lots of old scooters, and he's trying to find the exact bit that would make this wheel, which isn't built for this this deck. deck but he wants it, and he wants these you know titanium handlebars that you know weigh nothing, but they're the strongest thing you'll get. And they have. But they, how do you get them to fit into the? But he's really like he's twelve, and he's like building his own scooters, and I'm kind of like I stand beside him and hand him. The, the proper wrench or the Allen key or whatever, and we uh, we've been through that now with skateboards. Mm. <clears throat> so looking for titanium trucks and the the wheels have to be a certain softness and a certain hardness, and it's a penny board or it's not a penny board and this that and the other. And there is a there's a certain type of boy who is kind of like dink 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 dink. But there's a certain there's I get the frustration of the oh. if it's not. Yeah. Exactly. I thought I was like, you know, I'm like, is, is, Finn, is Finn okay? Because he's, he's really upset about this thing not being as precise as it needs to be. Yeah. Even like sometimes he'll pick up a scooter and if there's a slight rattle off it, he's like, yeah, could okay. take the whole thing apart. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And when you see that, we get that now. I'm, I'm not trying to talk about Jimmy behind his back or anything. I tell him this to his face, but. We had a Raspberry Pi. Do you know these Raspberry Pi things? They were quite big. You know, trying those to, things? He's not trying to clock the Raspberry Pi, is he? I'm going to get more out of this Raspberry Pi. You've got to get more out of this. You can go and code stuff into a Raspberry Pi, but the first time we used a Raspberry Pi, trying to, to write in the code and you've got to do semicolon backslash backslash H to oh, it's a fucking disaster. And I'm sitting there trying to copy it off one thing. And trying to say you can't put a capital letter in that, and that thing gets fucked across the room. And it's just like, <laughs> and you're like, can we not just have the Raspberry Pi as it is? No, wait, we do this, it'll be much better. It'll be much better Raspberry Pi. Fucking buy an iPad. That's what I was thought was going to happen with this computer. The graphics card was going to come, and then everything was just going to go poof in a puff of smoke. And and it nearly did because he attached the CPU and left the plastic wrapper on it. These things get to the second you put any pressure on them, they get to about hundred degrees. Wow! Yeah, so it's like boop, 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 alarm goes off. It's like oh fucking hell! Lifts it up. And there's this piece of plastic goes pink. It's like oh. Yeah. And you're worried about the fallout of the stress of the anxiety. But yeah, but you see, the thing is with that kind of stuff, with that kind of anxiety and stress, like that's good. That's good at that age to be learning that learning anxiety and learning stress. Like I think there's a there's a feeling out there that what like say for instance me if i talk about mental health and anxiety and stress that people think that stop talking about it. you're making people you're making it a thing that it was yeah, it, yeah. It, it used to be but there's nothing nothing wrong with anxiety it's nothing wrong with stress it's all good no. it's all part of life and it's all 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 you're ever saying is just make sure you it's dealt with and you say that you're anxious and you feel a bit shit and you're but, but you're dealing with it and you're coping with it and that's all anyone's ever saying so but I like the way with kids, though, they, they get so anxious and so upset and so they cry. You know, it's in, immediate. It's like a pressure cooker and it just goes. Because they're allowed to cry, Mike. Ooh. 
Jesus, I didn't think we were going to get this deep. Thought because... I was going to take over. That's brilliant, though. Uh, but they are allowed to cry. You're quite right. And that's great. No, yeah. it's like, get it out. Cry, yep. scream, shout. We were told to shut the fuck up. Yep. And keep it to yourself. And don't man up. Man up. Grow up hair, et cetera, et cetera. So that's good. That's good. Mike, you're doing a fine job with that young man. I don't know about that. <clears throat> well, they, like... They kind of, they I, kind I, of I, take care of themselves. They, they do, but like he, he's building his own computer. I think your work is done. Yeah, I think my work was done when he pointed out one day, not so long ago, that uh, he could learn everything he needed from The Simpsons. Which it turns out to be factually correct. <clears throat> Absolutely. We were watching the one about when Trump became president. He's like, there you go. Look. He's got history lessons in it and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. No, yeah. totally, totally. And every, like, there's so many things that happen. And obviously Twitter is great for that kind of thing because because you'll see something happen and it'll be like, it already happened on The Simpsons. <laughs> it already happened on The Simpsons. Everything already happened yeah. on The Simpsons. I, um, I'm, I'm thinking about getting rid of Twitter. I, th- I know we briefly touched about on this the other day um, on the podcast that we can't talk about. The podcast that um, didn't make it. No. This is going to be like um, Bryn in uh, Gavin and Stacey with the uncle, whatever happened on that camping trip. Yeah. That's going to be the podcast. 60, podcast. what was it? 60, you should put it up. It was blank. Podcast 65. The it's one blank. where nothing happened. It would have been 67. Oh, wow. Pity uh, it wasn't 69. Oh, I'll put up a 69. Just nothing. No, it'll be the lost. It'll be the lost episode. Oh, yeah. We could Pe- do like an episode of Lost. For pe- yeah, pe- and some in the future, then we could mine it. Somebody could mine it with a graphics card mm, and find it. Find the lost episode. Yeah. That we never put up. The Lost Gardens of Helligan. The Lost Podcast of Keith Walsh. Well, now people know it's out there. Now the OGs know it's out there. So, you know, this is how this is how this is how apocryphal or not starts. When we're on the late late show, we should start a treasure hunt for it. We should actually put it on a memory stick, mm. put it somewhere in the country. Up a cow's arse in a field. No, 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 up a cow's arse. <laughs> Find the cow, win the cash. Yeah, I've always fancied using one of those long gloves. There's now's your chance. Yeah, like it's twins, and there's and, and there's a USB stick up there. <laughs> When the podcast becomes so successful and basically people are saying to you, Mike, Mike, what is it? What do you want from life now? And you'd be going, yeah, I've always wanted to put on one of those long gloves and stick my hand up a cow's arse. Done. Excellent. So let's do the TV program. Let's make a show about Mike it. sticks his hand up people's arses. <laughs> not, people, not people's arses, no cow's arses. Hang on, that's a, different, that's a different show altogether. That would be the late night version. This week, we go for a giraffe at Dublin Zoo. <laughs> You'd be so famous you have people writing to you be like, oh, Mike, I would love you to put on a glove and stick your hand up my arse Mark, from Michael in, in Mo. I promise I'll smoke beforehand so it'll smell like a Henry Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> my farts smell like oak. Oh, my God. Um, so that's good. I, yeah, I like, I'm very impressed with a young lad who's building his own PC. So well done, Jimmy. Yeah. He hasn't got a monitor. He's using a 55-inch television, so it's a little bit intimidating up there as well when you walk in. It's like, fucking hell! <laughs> it's 
somebody whacking somebody's head with a 55 inch television. It's and who does TV? Who does he play with? Who does he who does he converse with? Does he know these people or is it just randomers from around the world? Um, sometimes it's his buddies. Um, generally, when they start learning a game, they kind of go in as a group mm. and sort of, you know, and they drop, they apparate or whatever they call it. I don't know whether they sort of, they, uh, there is a word for it. They spawn on various places and very, you know, they can try and spawn somewhere where it's relatively safe and get a bit of cover. But I mean, over the last couple of days, they've been lasting over seven minutes in a particular game. And that's quite good without getting killed wow. because there's people waiting for you. So what you want to do is get so far in that you know where to stop and you know where to spawn and be there and be the guy that's picking the newbies off sort of thing. Yeah, it's it's kill or be killed type of thing. And then they, then they get a, he's old enough now to sort of, he can just game and, you know, if there's some fella in Germany who's sitting in front of a computer and he's 45 years old saying his name is Damien and he's 12 from wherever, ring a skiddy, he can kind of go, yeah, fuck off, you know. <laughs> Yeah, he knows. He knows the buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's, it's so, I mean, when you think about it, because our, our when we imagined the future, we imagined, I mean, hoverboards, but like we imagined, like if you think of Kevin Costner in, in that movie Waterworld, was that, was that what it's called? Where dreadful most of the earth was covered by water, which it is anyway, Kevin. <laughs> um, <laughs> but even but even more of the world is covered in water but and more and it's all salt water but you know uh, or, or or one, mad... one question of, one question i've already ha- i've always had about that sorry to cut across you why were they all wearing leather surely there'd be no cows there's all water wouldn't they be wearing fish scales and stuff anyway i digress very good unless they've managed to unless they're wearing whale leather sorry but uh but then, and or Mad Max is another sort of futuristic style, you know, uh, steampunk yeah. kind of. We imagined lads dressed like Mac Bane and Batman. Is that his name? The guy with the with the thing on his face. Ah, uh, Bane. But you're I'm going to kill you, Batman. No. Who? Bane. Mac Bane. Bane. I don't know. Anyway. The fellow that was played by um, one of the Peaky Blinders. The Cockney lad, yeah. No, you're taking a piss now. The, the Cork fellow, the Peaky Blinders fellow. Yeah. Played a bad in. Uh... MacBain. Isn't that MacBain? <laughs> Mac, you know, MacBain is a guy in The Simpsons. Batman. Batman. Yeah, Bane, The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's Bane, yeah, B-A-N-E. Oh. Oh, haven't seen that one yet. Oh. I'm, I'm, we're, we're too into the trilogy. That's a good one. Yeah. I enjoyed that He's one. He's very dodgy, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fellow from Peaky Blinders is uh, is in the, the Dark Knight. Yeah, but he's the guy that plays Bane, isn't he? No, no, not, no, no, not 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 Sandman or the guy with the bag on his face. Not yes. not Scarecrow. That's the yes. guy from Peaky Blinders. But the guy who plays Bane is in Peaky Blinders as well. He plays a cop. No. What's the fuck? You come in here. You come in here. You want fucking what? You fucking what? I'll fucking kill you. You fuck. Oh, you gonna fucking you want what? He's like the butcher or something like that. 
Netflix keeps telling me to finish Peaky Blinders. Oh, you should. I love it. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. But we, we thought we... We imagine these people like Bane or the Mad Max or whatever, and they're they're robbing, they're mining for, you know, stuff that is used to power fucking boats or tractors that have been souped up. And it's this like this metal that landed from a meteorite or, or they're flying off to other planets. Like it's all actually it's the futures. We're all going in. We're all going online. Like this world is. Like we're, we're mining stuff online on computers. We're playing, we're living in virtual and playing virtual worlds. It's like, it's not space. No. It's we're not going out. We're going no, in. We, yeah, we, we've pretty much taken over other worlds. Lots of these places have got multiverses in them. There's one game Jimmy was playing and it's got infinite multiverse, multiverses. Imagine that's, that. But that's where... That's where the space is. That's where space exploration is. Yeah. Wow. That's deep. Yeah, that is deep. Man. Are we I mean, stoned? You can, mine, you can mine Bitcoin on the way. I'm not stoned. No, I've had a cup of tea and a, a fried egg. Are we stoned from the hunger? <laughs> Don't talk to me about hunger. Fuck. It's been four weeks now. Five, no, five weeks. Five. <laughs> Um, hang on a second. You had cake yesterday. Oh. The day before. I've had cake. Two days in a row I've had cake. Um, and what it is, is I can't stand waste. And I bought a Mr. Kipling's um, Christmas cake because nobody in this house likes fruitcake. And uh, before I went on this mad diet, I ate two of the little slices. They're only teeny tiny slices. And um, I saw that the date had gone. So I thought I could throw these out for the foxes because we have a family of foxes that comes and eats every night. But I thought, you know what? I'm not going to do that. A man alive. When the icing hit my the top of my mouth and the and the fruit cake started to dissolve on my tongue, even though it was a little dry and past its best, I'm not going to lie to you. It was just like, mmm, with a hot cup of tea. Mmm. It was just that little pick-me-up. And I found I've been getting very, very cold on my diet. My feet and my fingers have been getting cold. Never had that before. And I'm thinking I'm kind of craving sugar. I've, I've lost a bit of energy. It's very cold at the moment, obviously. It's middle of winter. We've had snow and stuff. Um, not doing an awful lot. So you kind of get cold in yourself. And it's very mm. difficult to get warm when you're hungry, you know. And I've, been, I've just been hungry all the time. And this little piece of cake for the last two days is just taking the edge off. It's amazing. It's an extra 400 calories, I think, maybe something like that. And it's just pushed me past. I haven't been cold. I've been, I felt quite good, actually. But the only thing it did was um, I was taking the dog around the garden for her late night wee at about quarter past 12 the other night. And mm -hmm. I thought, oh, oh, I need a poop. <laughs> This is the shit that's going to get us to number one. <laughs> and I sat down and I had the biggest poo ever. At midnight. This is un an unusual time for you to poo, Mike. It's like jet lag. And I went to bed and the next morning I woke up, another monstro poo. Don't know what's going on. Wow. I'm usually, you know, vegetarian. Last 30 years, regular as clockwork. Like fish, bosh, bang. 
never have any issues, whatever. Never have a sort of a time. Fluctuates. Wow. Never. A man alive. Sweet Jesus. There was a man alive in there. No. The Hoover. I used the Hoover to get rid of the excess. (laughs) (laughs) Some lad's arm out of my arse. No. That I lit an oak fire in the in the bath. But yeah, I've never I, I I felt a bit odd, and my um, and I've lost a significant amount of weight now, right? And it's funny the way you can do things when you lose weight that you you didn't think you kind of con yourself into the fact that oh, listen, so I can't reach the underneath of my foot <laughs> to give it a good scrub without kind of like hutching up my belly to get in there or whatever and my belly button I can actually look down and look into my belly button now I haven't been able to do that for a a while I don't know when the last time I tried to look at my belly button but it was just the other day it was like wow it's there look at it oh hello belly button hello belly button my old friend it's nice (laughs) it's nice to talk to you again and pull the fluff out and the pubes sorry so yeah um I've been noticing changes within myself and um, also I've been eating, Sally Ann says, listen, we'll have some, we'll have extra veg and all sorts of stuff. And we've been eating fairly healthily. I don't know about you. And I don't know if you're interested in listening to my bowel habits and whatever, and my okay. eating habits. Yeah, but go for it. This is the, we, we are, we are in the health, health and fitness category. <laughs> so this is important. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I would say uh, broccoli, um cauliflower and brussels sprouts have a humongous effect on my ability to pass wind now popcorn is another thing i go to the cinema i eat popcorn i'd say four minutes it's in my system and i'm farting pooey popcorn out you know that sort of smell the 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 popcorn I, i can it passes through me Gaciously, it still has the popcorn smell. You're repopping it. It's unreal, unreal. But we're eating a lot, a lot of sort of brassicas and a lot of uh, a lot of cauliflower. I'm What's kind brassicas? of cauliflower. What's brassicas. Brassicas would be um, like cabbages okay. and things like that of the brassica family. Um, savoy cabbage, other types of cabbages are pak, available. Pak choy. Oh, fuck. What's the point of pak choy? That big white bit. It's just like... It's un, it's inedible. I used to eat a lot of pak choy with... Um, with, like, ginger and soy, and it's delicious. Not the stalk, necessarily, but the green. No. No, no never got it. Go slimy. I, we, we were in Malaysia. Myself and my wife and... We were traveling around and we stayed working with this absolute lunatic of a drunk guy. But we, he put us up in this kind of hostel in the jungle uh, for for free. And we stayed there for a couple of weeks because we were traveling all nonstop. And then we we're like, let's just stop here for a while because I can fucking, you know, moving, moving all mm-hmm. the time, getting trains and buses. And this guy was mental. He was like, he, he claimed to, to know Mick Jagger, but he was like this in, English ex ex professor that had just moved to. Yeah. Malaysia for whatever reason and you know he the cops the local cops used to use his his hostel to bring their friends during the day their female friends Uh-oh. <clears throat> for an hour or two Uh-oh. 
but we were working there and we were helping him build this new part of his bar and you know we were laying down the foundation basically in the jungle you know chasing monkeys away and uh um the, he had this chinese guy working with him called hawk and he basically he'd just cook for everybody so every day hawk would cook a big meal and anybody staying at the hostel so if you were staying at the hostel there was loads of backpackers they'd be staying paying money and then you'd part of your accommodation you could pay to sit at this big massive table and and hawk would dish out mm. the, the meal of the day which was usually like shark or tuna or some kind of fish and then usually pak choy and then some sort of potato it was absolutely am- the best food i've ever eaten was at, at, at hawk's table in a jungle in malaysia yeah i spent a lot of time in asia as well and i, I couldn't um i just can't be doing with pak choy I, mean, I think it was the way he cooked it though he just knew what to do with it yeah he knew I how to handle it yeah great man with, with the pak choy Getting back to brackets, if I may. Yeah, go on. Your bowel it's movements. A, it's, it's actually my wind movements now. I've lost a considerable amount of weight, so I, I can actually feel what's happening inside my body a little bit better. And before I pass wind now, yeah, I have this kind of um, this feeling as if uh, there's a load of ping pong balls making their way through my digestive tract, right? Yeah. And as they're pushing their way through there's these little bubbles of air kind of going over them. And that's what seems to, I get this like a, like a breakdance move. So like, and then it hits right into my pelvis. And I think, oh, it's going to come. And I'm doing the hugest bath ever. Wow. Yeah. It's like, it's as if that your whole change in diet and eating more veg and less sugar is clearing your, it seems to be doing something. Having said that, I bought 12 cans of lager and I got some chocolate because it's a, a festival week coming up here. It's Sally Ann's birthday week and I wasn't going to let her um, sort of, you know. Party on her own. Yeah. You know, she's got some craft beers, which you quite like. I've got some sort of relatively low alcohol lager that I quite like. And uh, I might have a bit of chocolate. Mike, I think you've, I think you've earned it. I mean, you're, you're doing good. You deserve a break. Yeah, but you're just, you see, you're just enabling me now to eat shit. No, you're just going to do it for a couple of days, whatever, and then you're going to get back on it. And now you know what it's like, and now you've seen the results. you would be like, yeah, I'm going to enjoy myself. But the thing about it is, Mike, you, when you had that bit of cake, right, mm. you savoured it. Oh. Whereas in the, in the weeks leading over Christmas, and I was the same, and the weeks leading up to when you stopped, you were just like, Eating chocolate yeah. without even tasting it. I think there was two months when I wasn't hungry once. Yeah, that's not good, is it? No, 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 it's not good at all. Um, to feel hungry, to feel thirsty. You know, that's not, that's not good. And there's people on the planet dying of hunger, you know, it's just not, it just doesn't sit well with me, you know? To never uh, feel hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I'm doing it in some sort of stoic way or whatever. It's just like, I want to be better. But it's just like, no, I, you know, this, this food is important. No waste. No, you know, it's people have died for this sort of mm. shit. You know, people have fought wars in the past so that we can trade in various places and bring stuff in from all over the world. And you think about the, the food miles and the, the politics behind that food and everything to do with it. And the stuff that we're using in the soil and whatever, 
you think, Christ, that's important. Everything is important that we bring in to our houses and put in your body. And that's why we're number 92 on Health and Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is the good shit, Mike. This is the good shit. Yeah. Literally. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel I also should talk about death a little bit. Okay. Um, I had. Uh, well, I should, get, should I get my priest's gear on? Yeah, not a bad idea if you've got a cassock handy. I haven't, I, haven't I haven't ordered the stuff yet. I feel like I should. Oh, this would be yeah, a moment. you need to. Actually, somebody got in touch with me about officiating something for them. Maybe renewing vows. Great. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I'm all over it. Literally all over it. Do it Hawaiian style get them coming up on some sort of sup board or whatever, you know, that sort of thing. And Yeah. Of, yeah, beautiful. Fly us all out. We'll all be there. I'll be there. Where? I don't know. I think he was thinking Hawaii. Brilliant, yeah. Look, if he's probably thinking, he was probably thinking North London, but I'm thinking Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a stand-up paddleboard up the Thames, can't you? You can, and he lives close to it. Um, but yeah, so um, buddy of mine, I, I didn't realise that his auntie died recently, and uh, he was very close to her. So uh, just felt very sad for him. He's a 50-year-old gentleman, probably my closest friend. And his auntie, who was 79, died the other day, just had a bit of a headache and passed on to the other world, sort of without any fuss or whatever. Bit of a shock to the system. And uh, she was more his friend, really, than his auntie. You know, that sort of, if he, if he had an argument with his parents, he'd go straight to, to Bernie's house, you know. So uh, just thought, and, and it's funny because I found this out yesterday after the woman had been buried, because he never mentioned it. He was just kind of holding it in a bit because he didn't want to bring anybody down because we're in lockdown number whatever, 0. 0.3050 or whatever. And then I rang my mother and um, she was saying to, that my, my cousin, a cousin of mine died in January and uh, in England. Uh, he was 61 years old and his body had finally made it back so that his family could see it. You know what it's like in England? A month afterwards, he'd been kind of put on ice, if you like, and then put on... His name was Sean, Sean Hartnett. Um, tricky old life, Sean, but a, a, a soft old soul, you know, and just very sad. So people are going through normal life and death stuff without COVID, you know, and I know my mother would have wanted to be at the funeral. I know my buddy would have wanted to have a fuller funeral. I know that we're not able to mark the passing of lots of people at the moment the way we would do. I mean, I, I steer away from, from funerals at the best of times, from that English background. When you're, bro when you're brought up in England, you, you, you kind of, um, you're almost invited to a funeral. Here, everybody turns up and that makes you, and I've had this chat with my brothers actually, we go and we think everybody's looking at us, you know, for our reactions and whatever. But it's not. We're just there to sort of say, sorry, you know, it, and, and we're not able to do that as a society. And society, I think, has got a long term issue with that. And, uh, you know, and I'm, just, I'm just thinking about people who have lost people recently, not just from COVID. Obviously, it's horrible if you lose somebody from COVID, but you just lose people in the normal run of things where you can't see people. And, you know, and I think we've all been having a bit of a wobble. Lots of people I know have had a bit of a wobble over this last week with 
COVID and with lockdowns and not being able to see things. And I, I kind of get grumpy when I speak to my parents on the phone and kind of give out to them, what are you doing outside? And blah, 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 blah. I just thinking, Jesus, fuck, just give them a break. Don't fucking judge them, you know? She wants, my mother wants to go down to the shops, let her off down to the fucking shops, you know? Don't be giving out. Just thought I'd say that. No, it's good because I think, you know, and I mean, I only know from the Irish experience, but a large part of our life and is, is celebrating someone's life at a funeral. Mm. And it's another thing, and it's something that people aren't talking about really, but it's another thing that we're not, it's going to be a weird thing for me to say, but we're grieving over the loss of funerals. Yeah. In that things that we had to, and, and not, look for, not look forward to, but, but another, there was milestones in our calendars. There was holidays, there was Christmas, there was Easter, there was weddings. Weddings, you kind of think, you know, you get back to weddings, yeah. whatever. It's hard for people who want to get married and do get married. They're not having the full, but most people who are getting married are like, oh, look, we're happy to get married. And actually it suits yeah, us not yeah. to have a big wedding. So yeah. that's cool. But funerals, as you said, like I know even here at Newbridge, like if, if it's somebody, if it's somebody well known in the town, like it's, everything comes to a standstill. People don't go yeah. to work. People go to the pub afterwards. People, you know, the place is mobbed. The guards are out. The, like it's an event. Yes. There's the sandwiches yeah, yeah. afterwards. There's the soup. There's the meeting of friends. There's the hanging out. There's the chatting. There's the talking about their life. Young and old. I mean, obviously, younger is obviously a lot sadder. Older people is a bit more celebratory. But yeah, it's it's a big part of our life that we're not really sort of um, talking about. And also for people like your friend, he doesn't want to he doesn't want to bring anyone down. So he's not mentioning the no. fact that he's really upset that his friend died, his auntie died. Like, so there's a lot of this other shit that's going on that we're not really thinking about or discussing. Um, just my my heart nearly broke yesterday thinking about these people my mother would have loved to go to england to go to her nephew's funeral my buddy would have liked all of his buddies to turn up and shake his hand you know we all kind of knew each other and grew up together and stuff i'm sure he would have done um but he kind of he saved it he just didn't say anything just you know we're, we're kind of getting I don't know, we're, we're trying not to upset anyone to let the wheels fall off. But it literally nearly broke my heart thinking about these people not doing, celebrating the passing of somebody or mourning somebody properly as they normally would do. Yeah, you because know, he, he, he'd, he'd have had the day where you'd have turned up for him and he'd have been able to say, Mike, I'm not, this yep. is fucking bad, I'm very upset. And you'd have been able to commiserate with him and, and you'd have known and you'd have been able to get in touch with him in a couple of weeks and say, how are you now, you know? Yeah. And he'd have been able to talk about it. Whereas there was no funeral. He's not getting the opportunity to talk about it. You don't know how upset he is. Yeah, very sad. But and, and I, No, but I think that it's important that you mention it because... I think that what we're doing is we're putting things off. So, so what's happening now is we're like, because the government or whoever are saying, look, it's, you know, after Christmas, it's just a couple of months of lockdown, we'll, then we'd be out of it and everything would be fine. So we're putting everything off. It's like, 
we do it in life all the time. We, we, we oh, once I get this job, everything will be great. Once I yes. buy this yeah, car, yeah. the new car, everything will be great. Once I X, Y, once we get, forget to the holidays, then we'll enjoy the holidays and then everything will be great after that. And with COVID, we're saying, like your friend, probably I'll definitely be able to talk to Mike in a few months, in a couple of, in a few weeks when this is all over, I'll have a good proper chat with him. We can go for a beer. But I think we have to, we have to, we're in this situation. Let's just, you almost have to sit in the shit and be like, okay, what do I need to deal with now? I need to pick up yeah. the phone. I need to ring Mike. I need to say, I'm fucking, this is sad. I feel sad. And we need to allow ourselves to do that and just be in the moment because, you know, it's like World War II is going on at the moment and we can't wait to find out when there's going to, when it's going to end, when the Americans are going to join. We just need to try and, deal with it and live in the moment as best we can yeah yeah you're right i mean it's um it's funny we'll get to the holiday and everything will be great we'll all enjoy ourselves from the holiday and then you spend the last week of the holiday worrying about going back to work um but at least you do have a holiday mm. and at least you do go back to work and at least there's something else to worry about and you can deal with it and deal with it and deal with it now we're on the biggest sunday night ever waiting for work on monday morning and when that Monday morning comes, we're all going to be fucking, you know, it's going to be disastrous. There's a great book here, right? Oh, yeah. It's called The Gift by Edith Egger. I'm going to probably pronounce her name wrong. Edith Eager. She's um, a Holocaust survivor. She wrote The Tattooist, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think she wrote The Tattooist. I, I could be wrong. But, but basically... If, this is called the 12 lessons to save your life. And this is, she's now a psychotherapist. And she talks about the people who survived in the camps and how they survived and their mentality. And she said, the people who died were the people that kept looking at the end dates. Like this will be all, this will be all over in two weeks. We'll be out of here. We had here two weeks. This will be all over. The Russians are coming, whatever it is, you know. Apart from the ones that went to the, the gas chambers. But th these people couldn't survive because they kept being, they were they disappointment upon disappointment of their own making. They were making these disappointments. They were going, by next month we'll be out here. Then a month would go by and they would be further. They'd go further down in themselves further down themselves and, she, and what she found looking back on it now as a psycho when she's able to psychoanalyze it she's able to say the people who survived who were there when the americans turned up who were there when the russians turned up were had just decided this is my this life is now this is my life now and they just they they got by whatever fucking way they had to get by and they made the best out of it, whatever way they could make the best out of it. But that's what they did. They were just like, and there's a lot of, like I'm reading that now and there's a lot of, I know I'm not comparing my situation to, to that. Nobody is, but there's a lot to be learned from that uh, that you could apply to this situation where you just need to decide, this is it. I get to talk yeah. to Mike every Saturday. I get to put out a podcast. I get to talk to Donnie O'Callaghan if I'm lucky, you know, once I get to, but there's no, but this is my life now. I'm not waiting for anything. I'm making the most of this situation now. And I think 
that's been very helpful to me. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing that despite myself. I think it's the ultimate sort of we are where we are. That's, you know, there's not, there's not a lot you can do. You just have to get up and walk and eat and sleep and watch television and do things. And try and... Try and, and almost enjoy it, but it's, it's, it's the wrong word. Yes, try and enjoy it. Yeah, why not? We, we look, Okay, look, we, we get that people are dying and that's terrible. We're not saying... We're not saying, no, dance through it. We're just. Yeah, we're not saying we're, we're not we're not enjoying ourselves and not. You can enjoy yourself and have compassion for other people at the same time. These things aren't mutually exclusive. You don't have to be going around in sackcloths, with your head bent. Try and enjoy it. Try and find the fun. Like you're yeah. you're going to try and celebrate your wife's birthday. You're going to have a little a few enjoyable days and that's that'll keep you going for a while yeah we yeah we i mean you know, i'm thinking about what we're going to watch and what we're going to eat and if there's going to be anything sort of special that i can do and there's very little that you can do sort of you know you can order shit off the internet but that's it's fleeting shit you know there's stuff i can do and i've actually we'll talk about it next week hopefully if it all comes off that i can actually do for her that will make her life a lot easier for about for a little while you know just to do stuff so yeah. that's my kind of gift this year i saw i listened to a Starting podcast a dancing <laughs> that'll be cool when you put that if you put that up if we attach that to the podcast that would definitely get us to number one yeah pole dancing lessons there's a guy who does a podcast called pat divley and i've only started listening to him recently but he's very very interesting guy and he was saying He's part. He has part of this men's group where he talks to a men's. He has a men's group that he coaches and he meets them online. And he was talking about Valentine's weekend, and he said he was talking about instead of material things, just decide that I'm going to be. He said even twenty percent, twenty percent more present, twenty percent more involved mm. in what's going on in that moment on that day for your partner. Just, just, uh, just make that decision. To, to show up and it's like with me, I was like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. I'll just be like more attentive, more aware, more into it. It doesn't have to be like yeah. the shit you buy off the internet and just like, Oh, there you go. Well, you're not, you're not impressed. With it. Fuck you. You know, just show I'm just, up. I'm just scratching, scratching my lingerie stuff off the list. <laughs> no, you can do that too. You can do that too. If you want to wear her lingerie for a while, that's cool. <laughs> You can do that butt too. Plugs. Yeah, sorry. Dish dishwasher safe butt plugs. I was gonna... <laughs> oh. <sighs> that could yeah, explain. We don't could... do. We actually don't do that. That we could explain the gas. Things. But what I'm saying is the uh, the for her birthday, you know, or whatever. Just in general, just to be like mm. to forget. And, and I think that's part of like my rage and probably your rage and people's rage with Twitter because people are raging on Twitter because they go, the fucking government said two more weeks. Fucking, you know, Ivan Yates said, Pat Kenny said, and it, it's like, because we're all looking for the end game and we're all getting annoyed. And me as well about the leave insert and what the fuck are you doing? Like sort this shit out and just, it is what it is. But there is no future. There is no past. There's, there's just today. Wow. 
That's it, man. Jesus. That's deep. And nearly sisters, obviously. And nearly sisters. There is no future. There is no past. There's just today and nearly sisters. It's their new logo. That is not, that's not a bad. That's not a bad logo. It's not bad. The experiential gift, money just can't buy. Well, actually, it can if you give your credit card details to nearly sisters dot. What is it dot com or dot i? Nearly sisters dot com. I'd say yeah. they're on Instagram as well. But if you just put in nearly sisters into your search engine, you'll find them. Um. Now we have to plug Sally Ann's bags before we go. Sally Ann's handmade bags, made here in West Clare by hand. They're bags made by hand. That's why they're handmade bags. <laughs> Sallyannsbags.com. Beautiful. If you don't pay for your bag, your home is at risk. Your home is at risk. <laughs> oh. Part of the International Bag Association Network. Listen, Mike, that was great. Okay, well, listen, I really my enjoyed list that. Is done. I really enjoyed that chat. I, f- I feel better. Is I feel yeah, better. Way, actually, um, I think we, we had a misstep with with our with our failed attempt podcast, whatever was going on. But uh, it was great to get back on yeah, it. Get it, back on it. It'll be written pod. about. People will do. Media students in the future will do theses on the missing podcast number sixty nine. Where did it all go wrong? And he said, he said, thesis, not feces. Just, just to clarify yeah. that. And it doesn't help that the uh, the internet is breaking up for some reason. Mike, well, look, I think we've we've hit our limits. The internet is telling us to go. It's a natural, it's a natural end. I've enjoyed it. it we've, ha- we've had fun. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. I will enjoy the rest of yours. Are you doing anything nice? Um. I am. Um, I don't think so. I'm, like the what, what, the weather here is a bit shit. Um, it's very windy and very cold. So I don't know. I'm gonna watch. You're not. You're not into the sports. So I'll be watching the rugby. Uh, a bit of that. Oh, who's playing? Well, Ireland are playing France tomorrow, and then today I oh. don't know the Scots and the Welsh and the English and the Italians are playing each other, but I don't know who's playing who. Yeah, but Ireland and uh, France tomorrow's the big one. Oh, France will pound them, will they? Um, probably because we're missing uh, three, four really brilliant players. So, uh, but uh, you never know. We, you know, I, I'm, it's the hope that kills you, Mike. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it is. I need to go and write and draw some yeah, cards. Okay. To, I need to draw, to, draw some cards to send to Claire on Monday morning. Good luck. <laughs> nice talking to you. Good luck. Wish you luck. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye. Well, I was not right. Uh, well, I was right about the rugby and that it is the hope that kills you, but uh, we lost, if you're interested. Um, we lost to France, but, you know, I thought we were... They only won by two points in the end, so, you know. And, like, if you think about it, the two games we lost, um, there wasn't that much in it, you know. We could have won them. There was only a score in both games. So, you know, I'm I'm remaining optimistic, and I know it is the hope that kills you, but 
There you go. Um, anyway, that's it from uh, that was it from me chatting to my friend Mike for this week. Hope you enjoyed it, and uh, I always do. It's good to it's good to talk, you know. I think it's going to be weird when lockdown is over, and uh, maybe it won't be weird because we'll still be he'll still be over in Clare and I'll still be here in Clare, so I'll probably just keep doing what we're doing. I really hope though there's I really hope I don't get back to being as busy as I was before because I kind of enjoy this pace of life. You know. Like I miss things. I really want to go travelling. That's a, that's gonna be a priority for me. I really want to go travelling, bring the family away. Or just go away on my own. Just go away to India on my own for three months bring the family away just in case they're listening um, no I really want to travel and I don't know why I I mean I did a bit of travelling it was actually due to go to Africa when the, the first lockdown happened this time last year so um, I think Senegal so maybe you'll get back to Africa at some stage we'll see where will you go first where will your first trip away be to um, let me know or just let me know about anything you want to let me know about the email address as always for the podcast is keithwalsh.walsh at gmail.com or keithwalshpod at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you and uh, there is if you want to s- support the podcast there's a little link in the description of the podcast and you can uh, throw us a few quid and uh, yeah if you like the podcast do give us a review five star review please tell your friends and um Write a review as well and subscribe. Thank you very much. This is uh, this podcast is part of the Acast network. Very proudly, um, and uh, I think that's all I need to tell you. I hope you have a good evening, whatever you're doing, or if, you're, if it's the morning and you're out for a run or you're driving into work. I hope it's good. Whatever lays ahead of you, I hope it's good, positive, and beautiful. Stay positive, be grateful, and everything's going to be all right. Okay. Thanks, bye. See you. You're the best. You are the sunshine of my life. It's me. I'm back. Um, this is a little uh, bit extra than most people won't hear. But if you do hear this, um, just email me. Hey Keith, I heard it. Wink, wink. Right. To Keith Walsh Pod at gmail dot com. Just email. Hey Keith, I heard it. Wink, wink. To Keith Walsh Pod at gmail dot com. It can be our little secret. Shh. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.